Welcome to the Randup Podcast, where we delight in exploring what brains do with words and how creating a unique brand voice will make your business the one to remember and buy from. I've lost count of the founders I've spoken to who are awesome at what they do, but struggle to communicate about it. Once you harness your amazing brain and turn its genius to your brand voice, magic will happen. I'm your host, Andy Ferguson. Today, as ever, I invite you to listen in and try something new because who knows what might be possible if you really couldn't get it wrong. A language warning before we get started. I get a little sweary today, so if you have small ears around, you might want to pop some headphones in. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how important it is for your brand's insides to match what it's projecting outside. We'll talk about what actually happens in your audience's brains when they interact with your brand. And I love geeking out on brain things. I'll also share what you can do with your brand voice to start closing some of those gaps. It's juicy. But first, let's get personal. Have you ever felt the way you look doesn't really match the way that you feel inside? Or what about that uncomfortable feeling of not really feeling entirely free to say what you think and mean? Or maybe you've been asked in a job to speak in certain ways or to say certain things that really didn't feel true or in alignment with your values. It's not great, is it? Often when we feel that disconnect, people can sense it, right? Even without realizing it. And that makes them uncomfortable. We've all felt that way. On the other hand, when we look the way outside, we feel inside, kapow! It's amazing. People spontaneously comment on how there's something different about you that they just can't quite put a finger on, and they're drawn to you. The energy we give off through our words and our actions as people is so different when we're wearing clothes that fit and when we're saying things that are true for us. And if you've ever worn pants or shoes that are a size or even half a size too small, you know how uncomfortable it feels. And it's impossible for you to be your best and to show up in your best way because you're thinking about how your pants are riding up your backside. It's really not good. The same goes for when you find yourself saying things you don't really believe because you think you should or because someone's told you it's the right way to speak. Obviously. I've been thinking about this a lot recently because a few weeks ago, I did something I really wasn't expecting to do. I didn't even know I needed it. But once I had done it, it changed the way I show up in the world. It has genuinely changed my life. It's changed how I feel in my body, how I show up in my business. It's changed what I'm saying. It's impacted my relationship with my kids. Can you guess what it is? It's simple. I dyed my hair peach and pink. For context, I was formatted hard into corporate agency life. And although I've been out of the, the Borg, as I used to call it, for a long time, I live in a very conservative place. There really isn't a whole lot of pink hair flying around here, especially not in my nearly 50 age bracket. So when I spontaneously said, um, I'd like it bright fuchsia, please to the colorist, the corporate voice inside of me was like, what the hell? What are all the fancy moms at the fancy schools going to think? Now, thank goodness, my strong independent streak got the better of that formatting and 
I'm happy to report that I now have glorious, no longer sleek, but riotously unruly, peachy fuchsia hair. And I have never felt more like myself. I didn't even know I needed unruly fuchsia peachy hair, but oh my God, the difference it's made. So what does that have to do with you and your brand and its voice? Well, everything really. Let me explain. In the last episode of the podcast, I talked about how uncomfortable it is for your audience when your visual brand and its voice don't match, right? But it goes so much deeper than look and feel. When there's a disconnect between what your brand says and how it behaves, your audience feels uncomfortable. They might not even realize it's happening consciously, but here's the cool brain part. People's brains tag your brand as one that generates discomfort inside of them. The more they sense that disconnect and feel their discomfort, the less likely they are to buy from you. And you might think that your brand looks amazing, or maybe you're super confident that you're communicating in creative, impactful ways, and maybe you are, and that's great. But if the two don't work hand in hand, it gets really challenging to build a trusting, lucrative relationship with your audience. That's why it's so important to be intentional about your brand's voice. If you're not, then you're basically wasting heaps of precious time and money throwing verbal spaghetti at the wall and hoping something will stick. If your audience doesn't consistently see, read, hear, and feel the same vibe from your brand's voice as they get from how it looks, you're in trouble. It might even be the reason your business isn't growing as fast as you know it could. So what's behind the disconnect and how can you fix it? I'm glad you asked. Social psychologists have the answer and they call it cognitive dissonance. I did a little bit of digging and I found an article in Medical News Today that explains cognitive dissonance is the mental conflict that happens when someone's behaviors and beliefs don't align. Ditto when their words and actions don't align. Cognitive dissonance generates feelings of unease and tension. Basically, when words and actions look and experience don't match, we feel uneasy. It feels unnatural. And people try to get through their discomfort by explaining things away or rejecting new information that goes outside or against their beliefs. They're like, no, no, no. I'm just going to explain why that's not true. I'm going to ignore that information. It's fake news. But let's break that down for a second. We all feel a mental conflict and tension in our bodies when our own or somebody else's behaviors and beliefs and words don't align. It makes sense. The same is true for your brand. If you take a little bit of distance and think about your brand as its own entity, which by the way it is, but we'll talk about that in a different episode, then Anytime people's experience of your brand isn't aligned with what it stands for or what it proclaims, they feel cognitive dissonance. Basically, their brains are going, hang on a second. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't match. This makes me uncomfortable. 
And just like the way a person who prompted that, uh, something's off here, flag to go up, your audience will feel unsettled. Inside their bodies and brains, they will feel a tension. And I'm not talking about the yummy spot somebody attractive across the room, exciting tension. The more that tension builds and that discomfort builds, the less believable your brand's messages become. And when that doubt creeps in, when they start to create that disbelief, even subconsciously, you start to lose people. It's not good. Have you ever been at a party or just a space where you felt really tense and uneasy? Did you want to stay? Of course not. As a mom, I'm always telling my girls to listen to their inner voice. We tell them over and over, if you're ever somewhere that feels weird, and we've been saying this since they were really little, if you're ever somewhere that feels weird, doesn't matter if you can explain it, don't try to explain it. And don't worry if the people around you don't think it's weird. Our instruction to them is always get out of there. No need to explain it. No need to justify it. You phone us, we'll pick you up. No questions asked. We even have a secret code. So if somebody sees their message to us, they don't see it say, get me out of here. Cause that wouldn't be cool. We just know that they mean it and we go. The same tingly spidey sense that my girls might feel or that we've all felt being in place that we think, oh, this doesn't feel right, is what sounds alarm bells when your audience experiences a brand that doesn't walk its talk. We all listen to our guts, our instincts, that feeling that we can't explain. And that guides our purchase decisions, even more than what our peers say or what our mentors say. I would bet that there have been times when you've had that sense about I don't know, a product that you were going to buy or a digital or physical product and you've hesitated to buy it. Now, maybe you have a rock solid connection to that sixth sense and you thought, nope, if it's not a bajillion percent yes, then it's a no. Maybe like me and every single entrepreneur I've ever spoken to at some point, at least you've been swayed trying to explain away that cognitive dissonance that feeling that something is just off. If you ignored your spidey sense and bought, as I have done more times than I care to admit, chances are you might've had buyer's remorse. I know I have. When something doesn't match on the outside, there's a really good chance that something won't match on the inside of your experience with that brand. And that's probably not very good news for you as a client. So let's bring this back to your brand. How do you avoid creating cognitive dissonance in your audience? You have to make sure that your brand walks its talk and talks its walk. That means doing the work so that your brand is saying exactly what you mean for it to say. It means taking the time to craft messages, content, autoresponders, programs, workshops, payment receipts, everything, you name it, in ways that take care of your people. And when I say taking care of your people, that includes both your people before they become your clients, while they're your clients, and after they're your clients with the same language, the same attention to detail, and the same consistency of experience with your brand. 
If your visual brand screams, I'm a rebel and I'm awesome, but your brand's voice is really soft and beige and bland, people won't buy because those two things don't go together. If your visuals are conservative and soft, but you're sweary as fuck, something's going to jar. You want to use your brand voice in ways that stop the scroll. You do. But you don't want to use your brand voice to create dissonance with the experience of your brand. So my invitation today is to take a big step back as much as you can. And I know it's hard because you're the founder and creator of this amazing product and service collection that you put out into the world. Have a look at your brand. Look at how it shows up, what it says and how it behaves. It will be tricky. I'm not going to lie. But if you get enough distance to see whether your messaging, your copy, and the language that you use through your whole customer journey creates the kind of tension you don't want, you can fix it. It's really important and valuable and lucrative to take the time to be consistent with your voice at every single touch point where any potential existing and former client interacts with your business. If your brand's voice is gentle, then be gentle across the whole of the client's experience, including accepting payment, including offboarding them, gentle, constantly check, is this gentle? If your brand's voice is abrasive, then be abrasive across the whole line because that's what people expect from you. And yes, you can pattern interrupt every once in a while to surprise people. Of course you can. But if you do it too often, it creates a new pattern of uncertainty and confusion. You're not aiming for sameness or bland content or messaging. Of course you're not. But you're aiming to help your audience relax and feel at ease and safe with your brand. As humans, safety is what helps us build trust. If your people, your audience don't feel held and safe, and it might be that they're held and safe in consistent hilarity and ridiculousness, you do your brand. But if they don't feel held and safe, then they won't buy. Simple. And you're here because they're already buying and you want them to buy more. Here's an example. Take my client, Karen, for example. Since the beginning of the summer, we've been working on crafting her unique brand voice. It's been fascinating to watch her do this deep work and to watch her business evolve. Before we started working together, Karen already had a great business. She had lots of clients, lots of success stories. She was doing well, but she knew that she could be doing more and she was ready to take up more space with her brand. And boy, has that been happening. Karen's brand now takes a stand for her whole industry. She's in agricultural consulting. She never would have dared to do that before. She's now rented office space in a physical location that puts her smack in the middle of the physical market she works in. She's now across the hall from her competitors with a big, beautiful wall with her big, beautiful, colorful logo. She's been using the messaging we created. She's been stepping up as her brand's spokeswoman. Her brand now has an activist bent. Hell, she's now got a monthly column in her local newspaper. 
Every month, her first column was half a page. She got that because she knew how to pitch it because we worked on her messaging from identifying what the issues and topics were that she was most passionate about on behalf of her brand. She has more visitors to her new office than the more established competitor who are literally across the hall from her. And she has a wait list. Karen did the work of closing the gaps between the experience of working with her and the way her brand was showing up through its voice. In taking up this new space more boldly and frankly, she's drawing even more clients in. Like I said, she has a wait list. She's never had that before. Closing the gap between how you show up, your brand shows up, what your brand says, and how your brand says it is so powerful and it is lucrative. I highly recommend. That's it for today. Remember the concept of cognitive dissonance, which is basically a fancy way of saying one of these things is not like the other. It makes your audience feel uncomfortable and an audience that feels uncomfortable is not an audience that buys because it feels unsafe. Do everything you can to eliminate any cognitive dissonance in your audience experience of your brand. That will let your people's brains relax. If you find any gaps where you could be more consistent and coherent in the look, the feel, and the experience of your brand, especially through language, tighten it up. Your audience will feel more held, more relaxed, more confident in your brand. And guess what? That'll make them more likely to buy. It's all upside, baby. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Brand Up Podcast, your hub for all things brain, voice, and brand. Want to dive deeper into the fascinating world of brand voice? Let's connect on socials at I am Andy Ferguson. You can also visit me on my website. The link to that is in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave me a review so this podcast can reach more bright business founders just like you and share it with other wonderful minds, neurodiverse or otherwise. Remember, this is your chance to brand up because it's your brain, your voice, and your brand after all. I'm Andy Ferguson saying speak soon and bye for now.